Welcome back to another episode of the 1904 Podcast. I am your host, Raul Delgadillo, and today my special guest is one of my real good friends, Octavio Sanchez. Octavio went to Southwestern College and just recently announced he is transferring to a Division II school to play baseball. Um, we basically talk about his journey from beginning in Little League all the way through high school and now through college. So I really hope you enjoy this podcast. Make sure to like the pod, subscribe to the pod, tell your friends about the pod, and get ready to enjoy this podcast through the eyes of a college athlete. So let's go. So uh, welcome to the pod, the 1904 pod, Octavio. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Um, I already told you through text, but I'm going to tell you in person, congrats again on your your commit thank you thank you oh and we got um an audience today we got arden fernandez (laughs) in the in the room so what i wanted to do was basically because i'm always curious about college athletes because i never i never did it we know damn right arden never did it (laughs) (laughs) um so did you ever think Little Octavio playing Little League was going to be going into college to play baseball. <laughs> uh, I feel like when I was little, my like main goal was just to play high school baseball. And then from there, I just started to love it more and more and then figured I wanted to do it as long as I could. Did you ever like just say, like, oh, my dream is just to play pro baseball? Or is it just like one step at a time, like my dream is to do make it like okay t-ball and then what's after t-ball minors yeah or caps Nah, i think when i was little it was more just for fun and then once i got to my freshman year of high school i wanted to like make it to the majors and play um at what point did you figure out like damn i'm good at this thing i feel like i got really confident my senior year i felt like all right, like I'm good. I could play with anyone. I'm, I could compete with anyone. I remember. Well, first of all, I've known you since you're literally born. But I remember in in little league, I was in majors. I think yeah, I was in majors, and then you were either in caps or minors. And um, I was at my game, but I always looked behind me because you were always playing on the field behind us, mm-hmm. and your dad was always the coach. <laughs> Did you like having your dad as a coach? Yeah, I feel like... And did, I, does he still coach you? Like, try to coach you, or did he just let you... Nah, I think my dad just taught me the basics and uh, made me respect coaches because, you know, I respected him because he was my dad, so I kind of just treat all coaches kind of like a dad. And right. then, um, now he doesn't really coach me. Now he kind of... He doesn't know too much about baseball. He only played like in the streets in TJ when he was younger. Yeah, so he but, pays. Yeah, so now he just pays for people or just lets my other coaches handle it, but just keeps me focused and would just give me like pointers here and there. I remember when he built um, a mound in your backyard. Oh yeah. Is it still there? Nah. It's not, not there anymore. It was. It wasn't a very good one. No, I, rem- I remember it, and I remember I, I would go over. One time I went and I caught like a bullpen for you. I remember when <laughs> I was little. Oh, yeah. In high school, what was like, I think I can answer this question. So in high school, I'm pretty sure your best baseball m- memory was the CIF championship. Yeah. Because you, your team was, I th- Arden, um, <laughs> how, how many times have we tried to win CIF since we were in high school? Even prior, like, we've had so many good teams. And I think it was, like, the most stressful thing that Eastlake never won a CIF since Adrian Gonzalez was there, right? Mm-hmm. What year was that, 2000? We never really got deep in playoffs. They won in 99 and 2001. 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we would never get out of the, the playing game, right? Yeah. We would always have to do the playing game. And then it wasn't until, like... What was it? Isaac, Jason. My freshman year. Yeah. When you, you guys actually made it all the way. Well, 
the year that I stopped playing, you kept on going, and you guys made it pretty deep into the playoffs for the first time in like forever. No, I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, sure. I think, I mean, deep in the playoffs, meaning like you played like, because there was a point where you guys weren't going to go to graduation, but you lost the game before graduation. That's that's semis. Yeah. I don't even think that that far. But I remember you guys made it past <laughs> over your argument. I um, remember, to be honest. All right. No help. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that year, that year was just like an awkward year for everybody, right? It, it, was. it was like players was against like coaches a, and stuff like that. But yeah. it was our first year they didn't have like an actual banquet. Yeah. Damn. Did you have a banquet all four years? Yeah. I loved the banquets, mainly for the food, the tacos, <laughs> the tacos. <laughs> but the senior year banquet that was like at Labella's, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Damn. I think yeah, I remember. Um, and then nobody got their shadow boxes. We didn't get our certificates, nothing. I didn't even I didn't even get my varsity patch. My letter. I didn't get anything. <laughs> it sucked because I had like all my like certificates besides that year. So that was kinda of a bummer. Like my for me like the whole the the goal was to make varsity and then I didn't even get a letter. I think I played two games my varsity year. Just letting people know, we have the garage door open, so if you hear wind coming through, that's what it is. It's hot as hell today, so we open the garage. But how did it feel um, putting that work in from, because you guys, that team basically grew up together. Besides, I mean, Ben was varsity from the jump. Mm-hmm. Ben and Casey. Yeah, so, but like everybody else basically started freshman all the way up, right? No, nah, that team, the only people that went that played all three levels were me, Jake Espinoza, and uh, I think that was it. Um, Everybody else was either on JV from the start or varsity from the start from their freshman year. But everybody, everybody on that team was like, that's the first time I ever saw like a good team, like a it was like a true brotherhood. Like we would always say, like, "Oh yeah, we're all brothers in this team." It wasn't true. Like it was like everybody had their own little groups within the team. But like that team, your team, that one CIF was actually like a true brotherhood. I would always see like your stories and stuff. You guys would always be together. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that I think like, that's what was the key of actually yeah, the biggest thing. We used to always say, "No, I guys." Meaning, like, no no person's bigger than... <laughs> no, <laughs> Harden, dude. no person's bigger than the team. You know, you play for the person next to you, trust the person behind you, and then, like you said, like, we always hung out together, do a bunch of dumb stuff, and it was more like we just had fun when we played. It was like, like, there was a lot of I guys when we played, but, I mean, it showed... We couldn't make it out first game, and you guys went all the way. You guys even you guys won state. Yeah. So it's, but there's no. It's not like football where it's. We didn't have state play, playoffs, right? Yeah, state playoffs. It just went off. We were ranked second in the state going into the last game, and then since we won our CIF game, and the team who was ranked first lost, like their semis, we became state champs. How was that feeling to finally? Because that's basically like I see it like as like the Red Sox and the Cubs and I like it was like a it was super what was it called like the Gonzalez curse? That's what I heard some people call it Gonzalez curse. Um, you know Coach Gonzalez, right? Mm-hmm. He would always call it the Gonzalez curse because it was him and Adrian and Edgar. So it was like all those Gonzalez the Gonzalez's basically. So he he would always cause he was, he was my hitting coach and he would always call it the Gonzalez curse. Yeah, it was just super relieving. Or the Gallegos curse. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we had gone to the championship the two years before and lost, so. Uh, I feel like that's the best way to do it is to go and lose and then come back and win. Like our seniors that year, Casey, Ben, Sonny, uh, Brian, LJ, they're all on the two teams before that that lost so like they had been losing or they no knew what it felt like to be in that moment and having lost it twice and now being in their senior year like we all wanted to win it for them 
It feels, it feels better. You enjoy it more after you were so close and you lost it and then actually winning it. Oh yeah, I say third time's a charm. <laughs> did you win it twice or did you win it once? I won it once. But they've won it how many times after you guys? They won it uh, last year. They won it again. So now they've won it twice in the last five years, and they've gone four out of the last five years. In high school, because I know, I know my favorite game. I know which team was my favorite game to look forward to. What was yours? Uh, like every year? Or? Every year, like you got to mark it on your calendar. It was your favorite? Grossmont. Really? Yeah. Grossmont? Grossmont. They, were, they just always gave us a tough game. We went extras, I don't even know how many times, but we play them about one or two times in the regular season, and then um, playoffs, we'd face them about two times again. Because, I mean, the obvious answer is to say Benito, which was the rival, because yeah. you know you know you're really close to Benita, and they'll come to either Eastlake. Everybody likes going to the Eastlake games because there's music, there's, it's like an actual college game or a pro game, if you want to say, in, in a high school setting. But for me, it was Montgomery. Montgomery, like the player, it was like playing in TJ without playing in TJ. Like (laughs) you have the parents with um, cans filled with rocks and like they'll just do like noisemakers. Like no matter what, because I think we would play them twice in in the season. And once at Montgomery, one here, one at Eastlake. And it was always... They're louder when they came to the parents. I like it because of the parents. Mm -hmm. The parents are the ones that are like even like worse than the players. (laughs) And that atmosphere is just, it's that atmosphere that you don't get in the U.S. at any level. Yeah. If you go anywhere in Latin America, Dominican, Puerto Rico, Mexico, Colombia, um, Venezuela, it's even in Asia, like China, Japan, it is crazy. That's why I like the World Baseball Classic so much because you bring that atmosphere in, yeah. and the players are even going crazy playing They're, for their country. Yeah, it's such a different vibe. Yeah, that 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 game, San Ysidro too, but Montgomery was a better team to play against. Better competition. Yeah, so it was, it was such a that atmosphere I just loved so much. Um, it reminded me of. My grandma, too. Both grandmas, because they were always, like, the chatterboxes. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I would invite I would, people, my family would always ask me, oh, when's, your, when's a game so we could go? I would always tell them the Montgomery game, the Montgomery mm-hmm. game. And I like playing at Montgomery, too, because it's such a, I see it, like, as a sandlot. Yeah. I don't know if they, like, renovated it recently, but that, that field was, like, this, like it's like a sand pit. Mm. Yeah, they've renovated it a little bit, but... That's just the wind blows in from left field, so that's a tough field to hit it out to left field. Yeah, I remember. I think was it. I think it was a JV year. I think our first game was at Montgomery, and one of our players hit a bomb that way because the the draft the wind picks it up from over there mm. and knocks it down. But he hit a straight bomb. Did you ever see baseball? Like, is baseball to you like that? that thing like you go and you just block out everything else that's going on in life and just focus on baseball yeah 100 percent. i feel like it's my like i relieve my stress there it helps me just forget about school or like other problems that are happening and i just get to focus on baseball and hang out with my teammates and just have fun did you were you getting looked at in high school or not in high school i did not really get looked at a few coaches would ask about me or something here and there, but never contact me. Was it just like you weren't focused on on that, or because you went to camps and like yeah, I showcases. just feel like I didn't maybe take it as seriously as I do now, like the training and working out and all that. Like yeah, because because you did say that you didn't think you could go to the next level until your senior year, right? Yeah. And they always say jun- your junior year is the most important year for that. So, but. Do you think you were best off going to Southwestern to play baseball? Yeah, 100%. It's I everybody says uh JUCO players like JUCO's a different grind and I 100% agree. I feel like everything's more on your own. Like no one's no one's going to help you there. Like you got to work out on your own, train on your own. You know, it's all on your own and if 
you really want it, like you got to go and put in the work. That's the one thing I regret because I went to Grossmont and I regretted not trying to walk on to play at Grossmont. I felt like I, because then I still played, I played adult league, but um, like when I was playing adult league, I'm like, I didn't think I could still play. So that's why I didn't go to Grossmont to walk on. But once I was playing adult league, I, I, I realized that I could play, but the the walk on the time to walk on was during the summer and i went on a vacation and one of the play i don't know if you remember andy rios mm-hmm. he was on the little that little league mm-hmm. team yeah <laughs> and um he he saw he i ran into him he's like oh like come out like i'll tell the coach and stuff and like i, I was like down to do it but i got nervous just because i haven't played at that type of level in so long because it's like adult league is cool but like I'm playing against people that are like washed up baseball players, mm-hmm. so it's like a different it's a different level of pitching and all that stuff. So I was like, eh, you know what? No, but looking back at it, I do regret it. But I never. How does community college baseball work? Because it's is it you're playing against the entire state? Yeah. So you'll play. You have like select, uh, like roster. Uh, schedules based on like how you perform every year and then on your conference so that's just kind of how they schedule it. is the conference like the San Diego like all the San Diego colleges um, yeah basically we're the Pacific Coast Conference so we have San Diego City Mesa College uh, Southwestern Grossmont Palomar and I think uh imperial valley what how what's the farthest you went to go play because you guys take buses right and there's no plane rides yeah, or anything no planes all buses or vans and the farthest we went was like el centro go because in high school you played i remember you, you pitched and played third mm-hmm. and caught in at southwestern would you you i did the same thing but you what was like your main because there was no po you yeah i was in a po so i was a primarily a pitcher so uh what my coach would tell me is the reason i didn't play a little more third than i was was because i was a bullpen guy so he needed me later in the game right so he wouldn't play me at third so i was basically just po but i got a lot of reps in bp (laughs) yeah because you're always a good hitter i mean I remember, I remember freshman year. Speaking of PO, then I I brought up Arden. Um, <laughs> our freshman year, it was me and him battling for first base. Remember? And we were like arguing the whole time. I'm gonna be first base. No, I'm gonna be first base. And none of us got first base. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who got it? Alec Enox and and Wes. Wes and Alec Enox. <laughs> Where they were. Um, so Wes was like literally. Like, what he was tall as yeah he was huge and alec enox was like my height and arna ended up being a po not freshman year oh yeah that's right and then i ended up at third and then just ended up dhing that's all i did in high school was dh but um and then i i ended up getting like i got a letter from it's called high point university i think that one was in boston and then that was pretty much it, to be honest. That's all I got. But I got one, and I always have it saved. It's on my phone. It's, <laughs> I, I have it saved. I'll never delete that email. But um, what's the best memory about community college? Because obviously, community because everybody when you say all oh, college sports, it's obviously you're gonna gravitate to Division One, and like, because obviously, Division One baseball is different in different places. I mean, you see LSU play. You see. What's another big school with, like, a big-ass stadium? Vanderbilt. They have, like, big-ass stadiums and stuff. But then you go to you go to San Diego State, and it's, like, a small state. It's a small stadium, and not a lot of people go. But if you see, like, these other stadiums, they're packed. Yeah, I feel like those – I don't know. I feel like those schools, people are just more involved into the sports. And plus those teams, every single one of their athletic teams is ranked. Yeah, and I don't think – I don't so. think, like, there's, like, pro teams – like pro baseball teams, like yeah. LSU doesn't have any pro team in Louisiana, and then yeah, we got the pods. What was your favorite thing about playing community college baseball? As the helicopter flies by, uh, 
I think the probably just like the players, the atmosphere is different. Uh, when you get there, you know, like East Lake and in high school, we all knew each other, so it was a little different. We'd all help each other out and and stuff like that. Uh, I feel like both years at Southwestern, it was a struggle, kind of like. Because everybody's there for themselves. Everybody's there to get a D1, D2 offer, get to the next level. Right. And, like, the guy next to you is your competition. You know, he's trying to get an offer, too, from maybe the same school. So it's a little different. It took us, like, time to, like, figure out we play a lot better as a family instead of kind of, like, in our cliques and stuff. Like, our Mexican guys will be with the Mexican guys. And then... Our outfielders are outfielders, our pitchers are pitchers, and then infielders are infielders. Like, they were just different different cliques, but I feel like it all just Sounds kind of familiar, huh, came Arden? together. Were you guys good? Yeah, ah. so I th- my favorite part was my freshman year, we started the season 2 and 13, I think. So we were terrible. I was about to say, that sounds really good. Our talent was, like, a lot better than how we were playing. So then uh, once we started conference play, which is basically what matters if you want to make playoffs or not. Right. You know, we... So um, the, does, like, the reg- all the games in regular season matter, or is it just the conference games? It does for your PSI, like, kind of like your strength of schedule towards oh, okay. the end. But, you know, conference play, if you you could win, like, us go 2-12 and 12 and then... We ended up winning 13 straight in conference to be co-champions. So I feel like our sophomores held a meeting one day before we started our conference play just to talk about playing as a team and, you know, just coming together. And, you know, we're, we were obviously better than what we had been playing like. So after that meeting, we kind of just flipped the switch and won 13. Now, in 2020, this was supposed to be your last year playing and then the season started, right? Yeah. And then coronavirus started. Yeah. And then it ended the season. Was that was that tough for you? Because you couldn't finish. Tough. You couldn't finish what you guys thought you were gonna start this year. Yeah, I feel like this year we had a really good team, a lot of young guys. But I feel like for being freshmen, they're a lot better than our freshmen freshmen were last year. So we we were off to an okay start. We we thought we'd be a little better to start off. And uh, we were getting ready to play a very not so very good team, and right. we were hoping to just catch fire and finish off our conference play really strong. Because I mean, it happened all over sports, not just college sports, but also pro sports. I mean, everything everything stopped. The whole world stopped. Mm-hmm. But with I mean, obviously, like I said, like the eyes are always on Division One sports, mm-hmm. but you never get to ask a, an actual athlete that like what like you put all this training in and the feeling of actually stopping and the season you didn't know that the season was going to end you thought it was going to start up again but to finally get that word that's saying like okay the season's done and then you hear like other like division i think ncaa announced that all spring sport athletes are eligible to play next year yeah so everybody who played this year is getting their year back of eligibility but just spring sports yeah but obviously, community college, that's completely different. No, it, it's already gone through everywhere. So NCAA, NAIA, and oh, Chico all get their year back. But for you, it doesn't really matter because you're going to move on con- completely? Or how does that work? I still get my year back. So if I would have stayed at Southwestern this year, I would be. I would still be a sophomore. But since I'm going to Rogers State now, I'm... I'm still going to be a sophomore, but school-wise, I'm going to be a junior. And Rogers State is where? In Oklahoma. Oklahoma. How did you get – was that your first offer, or was that one of many, and you just like that one specifically? No, it was, it was one of many, and after, you know, talking to the coach, looking at, you know, the roster, their schedule, they, the year before they finished one game away from going to the College World Series for Division Two. Where is that held at? Do you know? I'm not too sure about that one. I'm gonna look it up. But um, looking at like the years before, uh, the head coach there, uh, 
Chris Klimas. He'd been improving the team. The team kept winning and winning more and more every year, and I just liked what he had to say. So he sold me, and I wanted how, to go. How did it feel to get so many offers or whatever how, whatever many offers you got? Uh, it felt good. Uh, the first coach that called me on the phone was Colorado State University Pueblo, and he was the first one to offer me, and then after that, my coach told me that they would just start coming and coming, and they just kept rolling in every week. And yeah, Every week? I'd get like one or two. Starting when? That, I don't know. Probably. Was it this year? or like... Yeah, this year. We started our season, and I probably was at like 10 innings now with, I don't know, I was close to 20 strikeouts. So that was the thing that my coach said, oh, um, college coaches are going to start contacting you just because you're striking out so many people and then i bet that felt good though not gonna lie yeah and after that he was right they just started coming so it felt good so what i got was for the location it says the ncaa division two baseball tournament is an annual college baseball tournament held that is held at a cumulative accumulation of i think i spelled that said that right um, spring regular season, which determines NCAA college, blah, blah, blah. It says NCAA Division II baseball tournament. University of Mount Olive and Town Carey are co-hosts of the national finals. Don't know where that is, where that's at. And then it said the University of Tampa claimed the eighth national championship last year. Um, and there's 56 teams in Division II baseball. So obviously for you, the process was different because there's no travel, basically, and you can't go face to face so you weren't able to um what's it called do an official visit yeah so how how did that work out like how what what was your process to picking a school well one first thing you told me was obviously i'm from san diego so going to any other college away from here is kind of tough to sell you on the weather oh i bet <laughs> but he said uh you know winter it's cold up in oklahoma um and then, you know, fall is kind of like your normal fall, but come springtime, it gets hot. And then one of the days he called me, he told me it's currently 90 degrees right now, and I think it was raining that day here. So, like, uh, I th- the biggest thing for me is the cold. I don't like to throw in the cold. So I th- right. I just got to adjust to the cold, and I think from there I'll be fine. But I was able to, like, talk to some of the players on the team and – you know, ask them how they like it and stuff. And they have a lot of players from Mesa College. So they've gotten a lot of JUCO guys from there. So they are San Diego guys, and they say they like it. Just the cold's not that bad. So. Does does the facility matter to you when you pick, or is it just, like, the atmosphere is what matters to you, like the no, player? The, fa- the facility does matter just because I feel like where I've – I've played at, like, places with really nice facilities. You know, Eastlake has a really nice field. Southwestern has one of the nicest fields I've played on. So, like, that really matters to me. And, I mean, they have a nice field, nice facilities, and I like the campus. Cause I, I, go, I Googled it when you post that you signed. I Googled the, the field, and it was a nice field. I mean, I think the photo I looked at, it was probably during the off season because like the grass and the outfield kind of oh, looked yeah. dead, but I imagined it with like all green. It and looked nice. It like kind of depends too, because I know this year, uh, the day before their home opener for the twenty twenty season, uh, the whole field was covered in snow. Oh really? Yeah. So like the snow will kill the grass here and there, and then right. it'll grow, and then so it'll be on and off. But overall, I think it was pretty nice field, so I like it. To finally sign that paper, how did how did that? I saw the picture that your sister posted. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a big smile. Everyone looked like hell excited. Did I not? <laughs> you looked you looked excited. I mean, you look like the typical just like the smile, just like a regular smile. I don't know. I feel, I feel like if I would have done it, I would be doing backflips. Like I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to hold back. But you like it looked like you expected it. Like you expected to move on and continue. Yeah. Um, so it was like a regular thing. But like. I feel like I definitely was excited and like I'm super happy about it. I can't wait to go out there and just do my thing. But uh, I feel like it's just like part of the journey. Like, yeah, I could, I got reached my goal, but now there's a new goal. Yeah, now it's just all right. I got there, but I keep. I gotta still keep working, and you know, I want to play this game as long as I can. So is 
getting drafted obviously is a yeah i want to get a goal 100% does it matter at what point you get drafted no mr irrelevant or a number one draft pick no i don't care i feel like if i just get an opportunity i could just make it i mean in baseball i don't really i mean obviously the first round draft pick that one matters but i feel like after that in baseball, there's so many rounds that it doesn't really matter what point. Because you all start mm-hmm. off at rookie ball. Mm-hmm. Um, or what's it called? Instructional league? Rookie ball. Rookie ball. And then you move on from there. So it's basically everything is the same path unless you just have like that godly talent. Then you have to like start right there, yeah. which is rare. Because even like the best baseball players, Mike Trout still went through Little League. Uh, not Little League. Uh, well, he <laughs> did, but he went through the minors and then... Yep. Tatis did it. All the all the greats have done it, and I mean that's obviously a step. So just getting drafted, I'm sure, is the goal. Yeah, I definitely want to get drafted. I don't care by who, when it is. I'll just. I was about to ask you, I'll does it matter? Like, what's what's your dream baseball team? My voice just cracked right there. Obviously, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Why the Dodgers? Because I am a Dodger fan, baby. Why are you? Because you when you were little, you were a Padre fan, and then you you jump ship once so, they started playing good. So, the story is, my dad was always a Dodger fan when he was little. Uh, his, like, favorite players were Steve Garvey when he was on the Dodgers and Fernando Valenzuela. So Both dad, were Padres at one point, I might add. True. But, so he was a big Dodger fan when he was little, and then uh, when my sister was born, he became a Padre fan and a Charger fan because he knew we'd be growing up in San Diego. Yeah, because he was a Redskins fan, right? Yeah. So he wasn't even a Charger fan then. And then uh, he had been a Padre and Charger fan. So when I was born, I was just a Padre and Charger fan. And I liked it. You know, they're, the players are here. I was able to watch them. But as I like grew up and learned more about baseball and the history about it, I just I wanted to be a Dodger fan. The arch rivals. See, like for me, it's like, okay, I mean, I get it. Like I, I get shit for still following the Chargers. But, I mean, I feel like if I stop liking the Chargers, then I'm not going to like any other team. So, I'm going to continue just liking the team that I like. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I feel it. I mean, there's obviously that, oh, you're from San Diego, you can't like an L.A. team, which is true. But the teams that I've, I like that are from L.A. started in San Diego. Char- well, Chargers basically started in L.A. and then they came to San Diego, but majority of their history was, was here. I like the Clippers. The Clippers started in San Diego. And then, but it's like, obviously my number one sport is baseball. Mm-hmm. And I like the Padres and the Dodgers suck. Yeah. Everybody hates the Dodgers. People uh, hate winners. That's how it is. But yeah, but you guys are not winners. You guys make it all the way to the, fi- the World Series and then you lose. But we won before. Everybody hates that we're there every year. But you guys, yeah, because it's a waste of a, sp- uh, of a spot. Till we win it, then it's not a space. If the Padres had won seven or eight NL West titles in a row, you wouldn't be bitching. You'd be like, oh, you guys hate us because you ain't us. <laughs> You're right. That's but at the same it time, it's like I would start getting annoyed. Like, what's the point of making the playoffs if we're not going to win it all? If you're making it, what, seven years in a row? That's why everybody plays. It's the goal. That's I mean, true. Every, That's true. Everybody hates Eastlake, too. Yeah. I, I, always, I, I always said that Eastlake was like – Eastlake as a whole – in the South Bay was considered as like the Yankees because there's if you go into that that gym the bas where the the basketball gym there's banners everywhere to the point where they started just putting them on the con on the concrete mm-hmm. because there's not enough room. Yep. What's the one besides the weather and your family? What's the one thing you're gonna miss when you go and you leave? Lolita. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew you were gonna say that. I will miss my Mexican food for sure. <laughs> I eat Mexican. I eat Lolitas two to three times a week. On a good week, four maybe. Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, probably around like four times. Dude, I remember wake when they opened the Lolitas in Eastlake. <laughs> I remember waking up and you text me, "Hey, I'm going to. I'm at Lolitas. I'm the num- I'm the first one here. <laughs> you you want to come meet me?" And I remember I had class. I'm like, "Nah, I can't." And literally, I see a post and it was you. Was like, it had zero zero one on the receipt. I was like, dude, this dude is, like, on it. Ever since you were little, it started off with, like, bean and cheese burritos. Yep. And then from there, just... Moved to the carne asada burrito. Then I got bigger. 
And then I got the Cali, and that that's when I got fat. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like a stick. Yeah, now I'm skinny. See, when you become a pro, you start doing Lolita's commercials. Oh, yeah. Like Tony Gwynn did with, um, what was the cars? Chevy? Or was it Toyota? I don't know, man. I was like, not even born. <laughs> no, because they still do it. They still put it. Now it's his, now it's um, Tony Gwynn Jr. that does it for him. I don't remember. What what was your first, um yeah, what was the player that you looked up to growing up? Tony Gwynn. I didn't get to really watch him play, but just the history, what he meant to the Padres. I grew up a Padre fan. Uh, I always wore 19 when I was little, and hopefully I can get I, – I still always try to get 19, but I never can. What's the number you wear now? It's, I've changed numbers every year, but this last year I didn't even get to pick, actually. Coach just gave me 20. I said, Coach, can I switch? He said, no. I said, okay. <laughs> Arden, what was your favorite baseball player? Or what, Jeter? Just because he was on the Yankees when you grew up a Yankee fan? Yeah. David Ortiz is my favorite player, though. I feel like I looked up to Tony Gwynn the most because he played the game the right way, and I want to, like, model my game after his a little bit. But um, or just the way he handled the game and the people and everything, I feel like he did it the right way. And then growing up, I just loved David Ortiz's clutch, clutch moments. I feel like I just I feel like that's what I like about being a relief pitcher and I was I was the closer this last year. Yeah. So I'd come in with the game on the line and did you, ha- just, did you have an entrance song? No, we don't have entrance songs at Southwestern. <laughs> did you have walk up songs at least? Mm-mm, no, no. Nothing. You have a, you guys have they'd, a speaker though, right? Yeah, they'd announce our names, but I mean, they put on songs, but we we didn't have distinct walk-up songs or entry songs. Dude, that was like the one thing I was always excited for when I w- made it to Varsity was the walk-up songs. Oh, yeah. And I had two at-bats, and I only heard it twice. So shit <laughs> sucked. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. I just, I loved having the ball in my hand when You like to control the, the game. Yeah. Did you feel like Trevor Hoffman no, going up there? Mar- Mariano Rivera? I or just Octavio Sanchez? I just thought I was myself. When I get on the mound, I like that. I like that. Like my mentality, I tell our, like our younger guys a few times, that like, they, what I saw this year is our freshmen when they pitch they'd be scared, right? Like scared of the moment. And one day, uh, I just told them like, dude, when I get in a game, like, I don't care who it is, or like what they're doing, what they've done, like my mentality is fuck you, and I just. If I get you out, good. If I peg you, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going right. to get the next guy. If you did have an entrance song, what would it be? Ooh. What would what would that process be of thinking about doing an entrance song? Dude, because I'm not going to lie. When I when I thought of my walk-up song, I I, put, I spent some time on that. Yeah. And then I had one, and Arden ended up picking it like if he was going to fucking <laughs> swing the bat that season. And then I had to choose a different song, which ended up being, they were like, oh, pick two songs for each at bat mm-hmm. obviously play they played mine but i only i only had two at bat so they only played the first song so i had um power by kanye mm-hmm. and mariachi loco mm-hmm. those were the two songs that i had and I, I was always excited to hear the second song which was mariachi loco but i never got a second at bat it was only one at bat and that was it so I had, all i heard was power to the point where i asked i a, after my second at bat i asked them to just take out power just so i could hear the other one mm-hmm. And I never got in a bed after that. So. Uh, I don't even know what my what I'd pick as my. Because I, I feel like now, like if you look at the pros, even in co- in college, everybody's looking for that hell's bells or enter the Sandman mm-hmm. moment, but you can't really get that anymore. No. But I mean, the most exciting one I've had I've seen was Heath Bell when they mm-hmm. played the the, the Sparta. Sp- yeah, the oh my god, that that shit would always give me chills, but realistically the the goosebumps chills moment was as a padre fan was waiting for the ninth inning and um the lights turning off and then you just hear that first that first bell go off that's the hands down like the like best moment ever and i've never got no yeah i've never got to see mariano pitch i mean i've gone to yankee games but i've never actually i take that back i have seen him pitch um once but like it's a different story to actually go to new york and hear and what's it called enter the sandman mm-hmm. that that arden have you have you seen him pitch um the only time i have gone to the game i was like sick as a dog 
Oh, really? So I, like, forced myself to go, but I was just, like, sleeping and, like... Did he pitch, though? I don't remember. How, how'd you... I uh, think he might have, because it was his last year, and I got, like, the... The hat. I remember the hat. Like, I'm not even, I'm not a Yankee fan. I hate the Yankees. Yankees and Dodgers are the two teams. Because, like, I, I like the Sox. Like, I feel like I've never been, a, I've been to old Yankee Stadium, but it was never for a game. Mm-hmm. I took a tour. But something about Fenway Park is just, like, have you ever been to Fenway? I have not. Dude, that atmosphere is crazy. Just, like, because you come here and you, like, you hear, you go to Petco and it's, like, that's the, this is the thing I don't like about Petco. The stadium is amazing. Mm-hmm. But people that go is like you see them dressed up in heels and stuff because of what they're in downtown. Yeah. Everyone's gonna go out after, so they're not really there for the game. They're really there for like the pregame. Mm-hmm. But like in Boston, the day that we landed in Boston, we ended up going to this diner, and all you hear is Sox and Celtics because those were the two teams that were playing at, at that time. The Patriots baseball football season was over. And like early in the morning, that's all you hear. People are just conversating. Oh, did you see the Celtics game? Did you see the Sox game? And, oh, and also, the day that I got there was the Sox home opener. And it was against the Yankees. So, everybody was going fucking crazy for that game. And then, I'm going to bring up, like, that with the Do- with the Dodgers, it was, like, rivalry with the Dodgers is more of, like, that hate, that, that, that fight. Like, we're going to fight you type thing. Oh, yeah. With the Red Sox and the Yankee rivalry, what I've noticed, like, they'll talk crap, but respectfully. Like, they're not going to, like, like a dad could be a Yankee fan and a son will be a Red Sox fan. And they'll talk crap to each other, but it's never, like, or a guy, random guy could be sitting next to a Yankee fan from in Boston and they'll talk crap, but they're they're chilling af- after. They're like, all right, let's go, let's go to the bar. <laughs> but that atmosphere is different, dude. Like, I love Wrigley, too, because you're wearing a Cubs jersey. I, I've been to Wrigley, and um, that that atmosphere is different, too. I feel like the older stadiums are just a whole totally different. Yeah. I mean, Dodger Stadium's also different. The fans are more involved. And I don't know. I just feel like the fans want to be there. They love the Dodgers. They want them to win. Padre fans are just there to have fun. Right. And like you get like you have all the bars inside. You have all the food. It's like mm-hmm. what you have to do. The Padres are not great. I've, I see them leaning towards that way at one point at some point but you need something to bring fans in but what's the one thing you're the most you're most excited for when you go to oklahoma how far is oklahoma your school to the university of oklahoma i don't know but we are like 30 35 minutes away from tulsa arden do you know where oklahoma's at the university of oklahoma that'd be cool like to go like if you're there to drive for a football game we are closer to oklahoma state oh okay even an osu versus oklahoma game that'd be dope dope. all right we're gonna take a trip to go visit octavio (laughs) we're gonna do two trips one to go see him play another one to go to osu versus oklahoma game that'd be dope that'd be dope or ohio i mean i'm down i'm not gonna go watch ohio state did you answer the question i don't think you answered the question I, I stopped what's the most the most thing you're the what is the thing you're most excited for when you get there just to play baseball play ball you said it's obviously it snows there so how does because if you play here you could play year-round but up there you're not going to be able to so how does that work to like so, uh, i know when i get there we're gonna have a lot of workouts so less baseball more working out probably but um, they have indoor facilities where oh, we'll okay. still be able to throw bullpens, hit, get ground balls, and do everything that we would do on a normal field. I mean, does divisions matter? Like Division One through Three, NAIA. I, I mean, realistically, I feel like as a fan, it matter. It there you could see the difference, but mm-hmm. for our players, it's you're going out and playing the same game, no matter what sport. I mean, if you're playing Division One baseball or football. It's the same rules, same everything as any other division. I mean, the only difference is the size of the stadium, the money that goes towards it. But, besi- I mean, yeah, besides that, there's no difference. Yeah, maybe. I mean, obviously the competition. D1, I think, is definitely the best. That one. Is it is because above. there's more mo- just more money involved? or More money. You know, they 
the players there are just, I mean, any one of us could be just as good as them. I think, I feel like I could do anything anyone else can do. It's just that they, they're more consistent at it. They're more fine-tuned and everything. Right. But, I mean, D2, D3, NAIA, and JUCO ball, I feel like none of it's, I mean, obviously it's different, like you said, the money, the stadiums and all that. But I think the competition level is more of the same. It doesn't matter where you come from. Now, I don't know the rules to the, to this. Um, I want to ask this question. You could tell me you can or you can't. But the whole controversy with the NCAA, when, especially recently with like the whole like paying players and stuff, and then now it's like they made it legal to you could get um, endorsed for using your name, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like you get paid for like names on jerseys. Or is it just, I don't know how it actually works. But does that whole thing, like, bother you in any way, or does that affect you? No, it doesn't affect me. Like, I'm never going to take money to play unless it's professionally. So. Right. I mean, I'm not going to, no one's going to pay me to go play somewhere. Until it's professional. Until it's professional, yeah. Unless the Dodgers are like, hey, we'll give you this much to come play. I'll be like, hell yeah, bro. Are Are you thinking of... Does that, before I get to that question, does does this whole NCAA thing, like, always, like, has it ever, like, just listening to it, do you have, like, a certain thought of, like, players should get paid or not get paid? Or does it really matter because you're getting free education? I mean, I feel like for baseball, it's not that big of an issue. But football guys, I mean, I think if they have the opportunity of getting paid because someone wants to endorse them, I don't see why not if they're such a big name, they're practically celebrities if you're from ohio lsu i mean usc yeah like what's the what's the point yeah like why not get indoors you're not getting paid by the school yeah i mean everybody else that goes to school has a job and then your job is to place the sport and you're not getting any any just like any type of money just to get food clothes those guys they spend what they go to classes in the morning they have workouts at like 5 a.m., they'll have... It's a job. They dedicate, yeah, they de- dedicate their whole lives to football and school right. with hardly any free time. So, I mean, it's basically a job. If there's one brand that you would want to get sponsored by, what brand would that be? Nike. Why Nike? Always Nike. Nike's the best. Nike's number one. You know, like Adidas, Under Armour? If it wasn't Nike, it'd be Adidas. I, I like the... I just like everything. I can't um, fit their cleats. I like their cleats. I, I can't feel like fit they're, them. They're, they're too narrow. And, they're up and coming. I feel like they're getting better players every year to get to like sign with them. Right. And I mean, I like their cleats. I like their shirts. Everything. I mean, I like it. I mean, I've always worn Nike cleats until high school, where I wore the New Balance cleats. Remember when everybody started wearing New Balance? Yeah. Is New Balance is New Balance still like that a good brand, a cool brand to wear? Because I remember like. People were wearing a lot of New Balances. They're comfortable. They're comfortable Yeah, cleats. they're definitely comfortable. I had them freshman year at Eastlake before he switched over to Nike. And then I just fell in love with Nike. But when I get to Rogers State, their cleats and uniforms, they have a deal with New Balance. Nice. So I'm going to go on New Balance. Um, I'm expecting a shirt. from Their shirts and stuff are Nike, though. Are they? Yeah. Because that's the school or... Uh, I think so, yeah. Like, their dry fits, sweaters, shorts will be Nike. Oh, that's interesting. Arden, what's what's the brand that you would want to get sponsored by? I feel like you're an Under Armour guy. <laughs> no, that's Justin, dude. I, I used to Armour. honestly never really like Under Armour a lot until, like, not too long ago. Um, actually, I wore it as a young kid, and then it kind of, like, died down, and then I think it's becoming popular again with the whole, like, The Rock. I feel like that's when it became, like, the rock oh like like the like the actor wrestler does he do sports yeah oh yeah it's through under armor huh yeah same nike is just that brand yeah everybody wants to be sponsored by nike my friend just got sponsored by nike he just got drafted um well i should well, actually, um, my friend. He's, he's. I know him because I know his girlfriend. But um, his name is Michael Pittman. Do you know who Michael Pittman is? Mm, Michael Pitt, Michael Pittman Jr. 
his yeah wide receiver he just got drafted by the colts yeah um yeah he just got he chose nike for less money too he chose nike for less money adidas offered him more keone one of our third basemen's at east lake he got drafted by the twins he's with nike too he has all his nike cleats in his room and stuff oh really everywhere yeah Dude, that that Guys feeling of getting drafted and then signing your your deal on bats and then all this gear it's like that's like a feeling that I wish I was able to do. I'm not going to lie, there's points where I w- I regret like not working even harder than I should have, but you know life moves on. But are you do you expect to go all all the way in college or you're going to go and then enter the draft early? Or that depends on your... So I, so right now, the way I see it is I have three years of eligibility to play. And I'm a junior school-wise, so I'd have two years before I graduate, right. technically. How does that work? So, like, you're done with school, but then you can still play? Yeah, but it also depends whether the coach wants to keep you on, like, scholarship-wise. So I don't really know. That doesn't really... That's like weird. apply to me yet, so I'm kind of just right. Not worried about it so much. But, but if you could, would you late? Would you finish school or would you so enter the draft? It's like if it were to happen, let's say next year after my first season there, I would probably base it off how much money I was getting or where I got drafted, like what round. Right. If like maybe, if you get drafted, can you go back and just say no and just finish yeah, school and then get I, draft go into the draft again? Yeah. So I'd probably just try to figure out, could I get something better? Is this my best opportunity to go? Unless it's the Dodgers. <laughs> I've already so said no, matter, no matter what the Dodgers offer you, if you're the last pick and yep, you're, going straight, you're just going straight Dodgers. If I was the last pick in the next draft, I've already said, if it was the Dodgers, it was meant to be. I would go. What's league? Do you know league minimum is for baseball? I do not. I don't either. Keone signed a $4.2 million. Is that like just the bonus? bonus? Yeah. Damn. Must be nice. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, since you are a Dodger fan and you keep on bringing up the Dodgers, and this has basically been a, a, a baseball-heavy t- podcast episode, the Astros and the Red Sox, because the Red Sox just got their mm-hmm. their thing. What do you think about the punishment and what do you think about all of it? Does it does it ruin baseball? Like the look of baseball? I feel their punishment ruins baseball a little. I don't think for both teams. Like, did you read what? I'm not very clear on what like the Red Sox. They said what the entirely what, did with the Red Sox. They said that they found nothing. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, but the their video their replay guy apparently was recording signs, but there was nothing proven that they were using them in game Mm. and during the playoffs so they just got that second round what i had heard about the red sox i like it didn't seem like they were 100 percent sure that they'd even done anything so i didn't right i didn't really start saying anything about them especially since i'm a red sox fan second yeah so but the astros i think they definitely should have should have been punished more i mean I could probably if you, you told me what pitch was coming against one of those guys. I mean, right. I have a pretty probably a pretty good chance of probably making contact. Do, does um, what what's the punishment that you would would you have given? Would you? Because I would have done the USC punishment. What you know how like so I would have have them give up. So in US with USC, they they took away all their all their wins, right? They took away, I think yeah, they, they took away all their wins and turned them into losses, and they won national championships, so they took all those away. I'll take away the world. And then Reggie Bush turned in his Heisman Trophy. Yeah, so if you don't, if people don't know what the Heisman is, basically is the MVP of college football. So who won MVP that year? Um, Altuve, Altuve, right? The first thing I would have done was taken away the World Series for sure, taken away all their wins, taken away his MVP. And because, I mean, once they showed that they were doing it in the regular season, too, it wasn't just like a playoff. Thing. And it was it wasn't just one season. Yeah, it was multiple. Exactly. Seasons. So I would uh, I would have banned them from the playoffs for like at least two years. Yeah, that, too. 
I mean, I feel like what Manfred said, who, which is the commissioner for baseball, um, is what messed up baseball more was the fact that he said that the meaning behind the trophy, the World Series trophy, which is called the commissioner's trophy, by the way, there's no meaning behind it. That's basically saying like, like, why are you playing? Why even play the game? Then? Yeah, if there's no meaning behind winning the World Series. Yeah. But think about it. There's all these pro teams all around the world, all these leagues, and there's only one World Series. Why? Because everybody wants to go play Major League Baseball. That's the goal. That's where all the money is. Super Bowl is not called the World Championship. It's called the Super Bowl because it's not a world sport. Baseball is. NBA Finals is a world sport, but there's other talent everywhere else, too. Like, the best of the best is in here in the U.S. Like, if everybody that isn't good anymore leaves and tries to revive their career in other countries and comes back. So the fact that the commissioner basically downgraded the World Series trophy it basically killed a lot for baseball. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he handled the situation very well, and I mean... People have expressed how they felt about it. Nobody says, oh, it was a great job. He did a good job. Right. Um, how do you see the players, though? Like, the players that are involved, like Altuve, Altuve um, Correa, I mean, uh, I definitely, I definitely lose respect for them because, like, I mean, especially since I'm a Dodger fan, I have a little more hate. Yeah. Just because. Are you one of those fans that are, like, bring the trophy to us or no. just leave it vacant? No, I think it should just be nobody won a World Series that year, and they should punish the Astros. But as a as a player and as a fan, I wouldn't want the trophy just handed to us. Yeah, we didn't beat them. I mean, right? We still don't know. Who knows? Maybe they don't cheat and they just still beat us. We don't know. But do you think the Astros could come back from it and win a World Series again without it? They definitely. I definitely think they have the talent. I don't know. I don't know if they will. I mean, it's hard to win multiple. Do you think with the whole coronavirus postponing the, the start of the season, does that have an effect on what reaction fans are going to give the Astros? Or do you think regardless, they're still going to get those big-ass boos? Uh, I think they'll still get some boos, but I feel like this corona's people just want to watch baseball. They want something to cheer for. I mean, I'm sure Houston fans are still Astro fans. Right. So they're still going to go and cheer on their team. Opposing teams might boo them, but, I mean, we're just going to want something to cheer for. I feel like once everything starts reopening and we get back to normal. Well, I did hear that the NBA is starting to open up their facilities, so players are allowed to start practicing starting up soon. So that, that's a good sign that, I mean, sports is on a horizon gives us something to watch. I've seen things... Uh, about MLB possibly just opening up at their spring training facilities. So just my in cousin, Arizona and Florida. My cousin sent me something saying that they're looking at three cities or three states, Arizona, Texas, and Florida, which to me doesn't make sense because you could do the Cactus League and the Grapefruit League instead of the American and National League and just have them there. But, I mean, that's pretty much it with that. I saw that if they were to do that, league, or divisions would change. Yeah. So I saw a thing where the Dodgers would be in the same division. Has your training been affected by this coronavirus? Ooh, yeah. So Arden asked, has your training been affected from the coronavirus, right? Yeah. That's what you asked. Yeah, like some days it's hard to get to be able to go out places I try to keep my circle small so I'm only working out with one or two of my teammates or ex-teammates and uh one of them we have access to his high school I won't say where but we go and we'll work out and throw and hit in the cages and then um I'll go to the park by East Lake here and there and just play catch but I have a co-worker that um him and his friends when they would play softball at, at that park and eight cop cars pulled up and yeah. find them. Yeah, so I've heard cops have been like coming up and pulling up at parks, so now we just try to stay a little more hidden, but I mean, right. they're not going to stop me from throwing. Like that's my 
that's my biggest thing. I yeah, I mean, I just love the throw. Well, if you ever need a throwing buddy, I'm down to go throw. I might throw my arm out, but. Artem will go with us, and then I'll throw it to him, and he'll throw it to you. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Any stories? You want baseball stories? Funny baseball stories? How's that? I remember when we were we were at East Lake, the but um I remember when I was in we were in high school, me and Arden. We had the the lock the the clubhouse at East Lake, and I remember it was like there was a TV there was a TV in there, right? TV speakers. Yeah, there was a massage chair. Was all that stuff still there? So when we got there, there was no TV. Our speakers. There was an Xbox were too. Were all messed up. So one day we took a we took one of my old TVs. It wasn't very good, and we took a PlayStation. And then was the couch still there that they pulled out of the dumpster? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I get it was there my freshman year and <laughs> sophomore year, but eventually we got two new couches in there to like cover that whole wall. Yeah. So then we had a little more couch space. Uh, we didn't get a new TV. We broke that TV. I don't remember what we threw into it, but something went through the screen. And then we just uh, one of our teammates, our junior year, had a. A guitar amplifier like a huge fat one yeah so we took it in there and we would just crank it all the way up and play music i remember one time we brought after i think it was after a game or after practice we brought girls into the lock into the locker room and the coaches walked in they got pissed like super pissed because first of all i'm not gonna say that which player it is um it was butt-ass naked he was changing and the girls were in there and like he was all there doing fucking helicopter shit Dude, and um, dude, that's when the coaches walked in. Dude, straight fucking the girls had to leave. Dude, they chewed us out for that. Uh, but, but yeah, I feel like I can't talk about what we did in there. <laughs> Remember, did they did they do any hazing for you guys? Uh, in any division? Yeah. Well, I I did in East Lake, but I'm trying to think if I should say it. Yeah, I mean we had. Uh, we all showed up at one of our teammates' houses. A, it was just a normal. His parents were there. Was it the nude Everything run? Everything was good, huh? Was it the nude run? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> we, like, it was just a normal team bonding, and then they were like, hey, like, we're all going to the golf course. And I was like, what the hell are we going to the golf course for? And then all the new varsity players, including, I think there's two seniors on the team, had to get butt-ass naked and... Uh, we did it at Michael's house. We had two races, though. Our first race was, like, I don't even know how far it was. You couldn't sprint the whole thing. Everybody sprinted and got gassed, and everybody just started jogging towards the end. But we had one. <laughs> there was a punishment for the loser, and the winner got got to not, or didn't have to race the next one. I won't say what the punishment was, though. And then... We had another race, and then same thing, same punishment for the loser, and then it was over. Um, and I feel like that's all I could say, but it was definitely, this is definitely a lot more to the stories. <laughs> yeah, with mine, it was at Michael, it was at Michael's house in the street yeah. at night. I don't think you were there. It was when, it was when we were practicing for the, our performance when he asked his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Dude, that shit suck. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go. Not knowing what was going to happen. And then Arden didn't go. And I showed up. Oh, my God. That was the worst thing ever. That was my initiation. And then our initiation, my senior year for the newcomers, we were trying to do the same thing, but that team wasn't as... Down to do it? Yeah. They're soft, I'd say. (laughs) And uh, so what we had them do... Half of them went to a party with us, and we got them a little tipsy. <laughs> and then the other half, the younger half, we just made them, for our uh, sports assembly, had them sing a song in front of the whole school, like an American Idol type of thing. Yeah. And they just sung, like, funny songs. But it wasn't that cool. <laughs> I think our, our video is on YouTube from the assembly. I think it is. But, um... I mean, I think that's pretty much it. We kind of went through it all. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. We'll probably do another one 
and you head out there, and then you come back at one point. Talk about how it was. Yeah, I mean, do you know at what you're gonna be a starter or you're gonna be a reliever out there? Uh, I'm going to be a reliever. Would you rather start or would you rather just you're cool with the relieving? I'm cool with the relieving. When he asked me that question, and I told him, I mean, I don't really prefer one over the other, but. I mean, I do like relieving just because, how I said earlier, I just like having the ball in my hand at the end of the game. Right. And I just like the pressure. All right. All right you got any other questions? Anything else to say? Gucci. All right, he's Gucci. Um, <laughs> well, that is it for this episode. This was a sports episode. Um, like I said, everything changes throughout the episodes. We did Manscaping, episode one. Um, episode two was Red Flags and bad habits episode three was shows and movies to watch during quarantine um this is episode five this is the journey of a student athlete i am your host young lito um raul lito um damn he got a cute smile um thank you to my guest octavio o-dog you have any other nicknames my uncle gave you o-dog um, the boy that changes five times in one day. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tav. Tav. Tavio. Tavi. Um, for I want to I want to thank the audience for today. Um, young AJ, um, Arden Jack Fernandez. Um, Tzan, Tarzan. Any other nicknames you got, Arden? No. No, that's it. I'm going to think of more. Yes. Um, all right. Until the next episode, thank y'all for listening. We out this bitch. Peace.